I got a new office chair and it's pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. And today's episode is pretty awesome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Before we jump into it, I'd like to thank the sponsor of this episode. Yes, we have our first sponsor of the Art of Mayo. Drum roll. Hopefully there's going to be some dope sound effects there. It's Crushing the Deceiver, a metal band out of Fresno. They're doing some awesome stuff. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. They have a dope show coming up July 12th at Full Circle Brewery. They're playing with the Faceless. They have pre-sales for $15. Hit those dudes up. Awesome, guys. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode. If you're interested in becoming a Patreon and supporting everything we're doing here, please visit www.patreon.com slash Mayo, and you too can be a sponsor of The Art of Mayo. Without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. I'm joined today with my club and Hyde from Hyde Photography and Resistance Media. Yes, and yes, uh, yes. I'm super stoked to have you guys on the show. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm just playing this button over here. <laughs> so, why don't you guys introduce yourself and uh, tell the viewers what you guys are all about? Uh, start with you, Mike. Okay, so I can go first. So, I'm uh, Mike Club with Resistance Media, and um, I mostly do wedding videography, a little bit of photography, do some music videos. Uh, with this guy too we do a lot of music videos work a lot of weddings together and uh yeah just mostly video now so super exciting to see what all is going on we just actually uh filmed today <laughs> stop <laughs> we um we did a lot of behind the scenes stuff today and um starting up a youtube channel actually combining it we're in the works of talking about it and kind of figuring that out so we're excited to see where that's going to go it's got nothing so far. Nothing, yeah. It's, it's There's fantastic. not even a channel yet. No. With every good start, yeah. there's always yeah. nothing. Or a name. <laughs> so. it, it's barely an idea. <laughs> We're working on it. Though. Yeah, so yeah. the very beginnings yep. of the idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's up, Hyde? What are you all about, man? What, what, what um, were you into? Well, it's pretty much the same. This guy's, uh, we kind of we kind of met on the terms that, you know, our stuff is very similar. Yeah. Um, we got a very similar... Uh, just similar interests really you know what i mean so it really worked out for us and it's it's funny because he kind of helped guide me and, and teach me you know help me get into all this stuff and i remember we were just talking about this recently that um i think somewhere back in the very beginning we were always talking about like oh man one day it'd be cool to kind of go into business with each other and you know just oh this is premeditated oh, okay no yeah. not well i mean not really though i mean because we thought about like oh yeah that'd be cool and then you know he was probably like yeah whatever dude you know and then <laughs> and then <laughs> but no i mean just it just happened you yeah know? i mean we just started working together and and like I said, I think it's because, you know, our styles are so similar, which is bound to happen when you have somebody kind of guiding you and teaching you, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. so, um, yeah, it just kind of worked out that way. All right, I'm going to start with you, the first story. So what was the first gig that you officially collabed on that you guys, you know, kind of both did together? Robert and Kayla's wedding? Probably. Was it that one? I think we did two that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was your gig, and I second shot for you. Yeah, and the next day you had that was my gig, yeah. and you second shot for me. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, it was a it was a two hundred dollar wedding. Nice. Yeah. So what, what year are we talking? Seventeen, probably. Yeah, two thousand seventeen. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Dang, man. How, so how, almost how did the collaboration years. go? Like, how'd you guys how'd you guys do together? Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it's always been fairly easy for us, though. I mean, like, 
Because we've always kind of worked together a little bit. Yeah. Anyways, on, you know, music videos. Yeah. You know, you being in bands and stuff, I shot your music videos. And then... um. Yeah, because you were shooting my music videos before I was even in doing yeah. photography. Yeah, and we did, like, stylized sessions, mm-hmm. some vampire stuff. and Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, Some band photo shoots. Yeah, that's was, actually how we met. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I was on yeah, the other side of the. I was on the other side of the camera when yeah, I met. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about the first time. How, how did you want to tell it? I don't remember. The first time. Yeah. The very first time was Michaela, wasn't it? Yeah. My ex girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know if you wanted to bring that up. Oh, so. I don't care. Okay, yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, we're on great terms. We haven't talked in like two years, so. <laughs> so <laughs> great obviously terms. we should bring that up on a podcast. <laughs> so um, yeah, what happened? Fine by me. It's actually kind of a funny story. Um, so I, I forget how we got in contact with each other. Model Mayhem, wasn't it? Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I never really used it, so I kind of forgot about that. But um, we got a hold of each other, and we scheduled a, a shoot, a photo shoot. And um, I'd put it on the wrong day on my calendar. Ooh, and so she reached out. With that. <laughs> she reached out to me. She's like, hey, where are you? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, yeah, I have that scheduled for tomorrow. And so, like, or no, no, you guys didn't even hear back from me, was it? Yeah, like I, it, it wasn't until like the next day she heard back from you or something. Yeah, like that. I think I reached out the next day. I was like, "Oh, hey, what about our session?" And she was like, "Yeah, I waited for you yesterday," and like you never oh, showed shit. up. This and that, and I was like, "Oh, dang!" And so, um, and I was like, "Oh, don't work with that guy. What a dick." You know what I mean? <laughs> it's and true, then it was, true story too. I mean, I was oh, just shit. like, "Oh, he's hella flaky. That's not." Cool. And then it was funny because there was two other photographers. Um, you want me closer? No, you're good. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're good. Um, there was two other photographers who set up, um, <laughs> set up a photo walk, like a little small photo walk. And, um, Joseph happened to be there that day. And so we actually ended up meeting up and that was only a few days later after I'd pretty much bailed on them. And then we ended up shooting and kind of going from there. If you had to describe your photography style and video style and how you kind of, what you bring to the table, what would you say? I'd say edgy with, with the, the soft side. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a re- recurring theme? <laughs> I need a second. <laughs> like a new, we're, a new dude. We're literally we're like six years old. So yeah. this is all <laughs> Just the time. Bear, bear with us every day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so if I had to describe my my style, I'm um, like I said, edgy with the soft side. Um, my style. How would I, how would I describe my style? You don't know. I, I know, you know how I would describe your style. Well, how would you describe my style? The same as I would describe mine. What's that? Badass, bro. Oh, there we go. Um, no, I'd say my stuff's a little a little edgier, is what a lot of people say. It's a little dramatic. Um, that's that's the key word right there. Dramatic. dramatic yeah. 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 Our stuff's dramatic. Um, but it's not over the top. I don't think. I don't know. It's just I like to um, take places that a lot of people don't really look at, and just um, just kind of make it my own take my perception on how I see it and you know a lot of times people look at it and they're like it, ju- it just doesn't make sense to a lot of people but it does like it connects with people on a on a level that they wouldn't really think about and especially for my video because I do a lot more video now than I do photo um video I like to be raw and I like I like to capture that raw emotion and I want people to feel what I'm seeing so I'm not really a technical person a lot of times people ask me like, oh, hey, what are your settings? What's this? What's that? And I was like, yeah, I don't really know. Like, this is what I want, though, and this is what I want to portray. And so I kind of just go at it with that mindset that um, 
I can just make people feel a certain way. And then that's what I just love doing. But I think, let me interject here for a second. Cause okay. I think when you say that you don't know, I think that's kind of a false way of saying well, yeah, that because yeah. you do know, I mean, you know why you're doing what you do. It's not like you're like uneducated in what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. Cause I mean, you're the type of person we've gone on on mini shoots and you'll be like, I already know that I want to be at, you know, 1250 or whatever, one 800th of a second. And you go out there and you put it in and you're like done. Cause you yeah. already know. I think what you mean by that is just like, it's more of a style thing for you. Yeah. Like you, and I don't really focus, I guess I do know and I'm comfortable enough with what I do. And, um, I don't think I don't think technical about it. It kind of just like okay, it is, it's second nature. It's, to you it's you, there, yeah. yeah. But um, there's a lot of times, you know, people will ask me like, "Hey, you know, could you teach me how to do that?" And I was like, "I could try," but I have my own way of of looking at it. So I'll teach you, but it's not going to be the same as you know going on YouTube and watching five different people on how they do it. And so it may not make sense to you, but then again, it may make a lot of sense to you. So it's just it's different. Um, there's a lot of like technical terms. I don't know, you know, a lot of photography terms and I'm just like, oh, whatever. So I don't know. It's kind of like you were saying, it's more of like a, I just go in there and just do my thing. Yeah. Well, how would you describe your, your style uh, and what you kind of bring and what do you like gravitate towards a little bit too, as far as aesthetic? <clears throat> I mean, I, I think it's again, pretty similar. I think a lot of our stuff is going to be kind of similar in that aspect. I mean, I, I feel like for myself, especially lately, a lot of the clients that I've been um, working for, one of the things I like to explain to them is that I like my stuff to almost kind of have a cinematic feel to it. You know, I almost want all my photos to look like they could have come out of a movie, you know. Um, so again, dramatic, soft lighting, uh, you know, a lot of backlighting from like the sun or, you know, using the sun as like a, you know, another source of light basically, but just creating something different, something dark, you know, and, and again, you know, you get a lot of photographers, especially around our area, who are like, oh, that's just too dark. You know, it's it's too black, you know, and it's just like, no, nah, you know, I mean, I'm, I got clients, <laughs> you right. know, so it's not too, you know, but it's it's different. And that's, I think that's kind of what he was saying is it's, yeah. it's very different, you know, from what a lot of people are doing around here. And that's not to say it's uncommon, you know, an uncommon style, because there's plenty of people that do it. But yeah, it's just dramatic, you know. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. So you guys are uh, planning a, a little bit of a collaboration between you two, uh, maybe joining some forces, joining a channel. You want to? You guys want to get into that a little bit or describe that? Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about it yet. We've been doing yeah. a lot of. Um, we're trying to focus a little bit more on kind of touching again on what he said about people asking, "Oh, what settings are you using? What are you doing? What gear do you have?" And yada yada yada. You know, we've been thinking about putting a channel together, doing all of our behind the scenes. Like we just did, we're working for a company in series, the Blaker Brewing. We did a behind the scenes video on that. Yeah. Um, we just got back from Arizona, Glendale and Phoenix, Arizona. We did yeah. a, I'm sure you saw that. Yeah, oh, no, like <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, behind the scenes video on that. So we're doing a lot more behind the scenes content on everything. Like even just model shoots or jobs that we have, we're trying to do content because people constantly ask us, you know, what are you doing? How are you doing this? Yada, 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 whatever. So we just figured, why don't we just put a channel together, get a bunch of content that people are going to be interested in seeing and just throw it out there. But it's so like in the fetal stages right now, yeah. you know, we don't got a name. We don't got like, we just have videos and content that we need to, you know, time to gather it all up and yeah. So we're working on it. I mean, we took some stuff today. There's some video behind the scenes and yeah. stuff. So it's like, we have videos and content. We just, we're not like fully ready to put the channel together yet per se. So. 
there's not a whole lot to talk about with it. Fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. though. Good things to look forward to, right? Oh, yeah, mm. for sure. Yeah. I mean, a couple music videos coming up. Yeah. Uh, a couple trips. So, yeah. Digging it, man. Digging it. So, just starting out photography, I know it's kind of a important aspect to find a community that's like with like-minded people and stuff. So what's a resource that maybe people here in the Central Valley can maybe connect with or find other photographers like yourselves and uh, just kind of start meeting up and like learning more of a mentorship type thing? So <laughs> I guess I can touch base on that. Well, um, I don't know. It's kind of hard um, for us. I feel like a lot of the times we kind of just reach out to each other. Okay. If we have a lot of questions, some, you know, constructive criticism we want to receive from each other or anything, we kind of just send stuff back and forth to each other because we do have such a similar style in a lot of different things. And I, I think more than us having a similar style though, we know each other. Well, that, but we have such a different style from everybody else that we can't really get a whole lot of criticism from other people because again like i said you put it in a facebook group everybody's like yeah this is nice but it's really dark you know it's really moody oh okay really okay oh yeah so that's so, kind of like I mean, the typical it, response right and it's not that it's a bad criticism i guess but yeah. it's at that point it becomes not it's stylistic. It's stylistic it's yeah, not yeah feedback it's not criticism it's, or technicalities as wrong with it right yeah. right and there's nothing wrong with that but when you've got people who don't know how to use artificial lighting at all you know which fine that's great but if you don't know how to use it and then you sit here and say oh that's too dark or it's too moody or you know i mean how do you criticize how do you con give constructive criticism on that if you don't know it mm. no yeah totally you know and that's that's kind of where i stopped putting stuff online asking for help because everybody was like yeah it's a great shot but you know, and it's like, okay, well, it's now you're giving me just stylistic feedback, mm -hmm. you know? Fair enough. Yeah, so sure. I think you were asking about anybody who wanted to connect, right? Yeah. So if like, if I'm a brand new photographer mm -hmm. and like, you know, when you first start out, you kind of reach out to maybe your girlfriend or parents or friends and you're like, Hey man, how's everything looking? Like, does this look cool? And like, you kind of get like a shallow, like, yeah, dude, your stuff is amazing. I love your stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah, if you're looking yeah, to sure. more take this on maybe as a professional route or maybe start getting paid. Um, yeah. what, what would be a good like community resource for them to do? Well, I think a lot of it is just branching out with local photographers and just kind of reaching out to them, um, maybe finding a Facebook group or I know I'm um, there for a while. People were doing a lot of meetups on Instagram and, and, um, just kind of meeting with other people in person and seeing how they shoot, how they, you know, talk to models or clients and, and, um, if they can find somebody to tag along with on, you know, different gigs and stuff and kind of just shadow them. I think that's really beneficial in um, kind of just learning the basics and how, you know, how you talk to people. Cause that's what I did when I first started. Um, there was a photographer I worked with a lot and uh, I second shot a lot of weddings with them. And um, just being able to have the experience was kind of more, more how I learned on how, how I wanted to shoot because Kind of like he was saying earlier, um, a lot of times I'd post stuff in groups and um, a lot of people would say, you know, yeah, that's too dark, it's too edgy, your lighting's too harsh. And um, I started to listen to people and then that was almost, it was kind of dangerous because I would start to try to mimic other styles that weren't necessarily what I wanted. And it wasn't that I couldn't 
you just can't help different. it sometimes. You know, you're like, oh, this is what's supposed to be selling or this is what people are into yeah. and you can't lose track, you know? Yeah. So I was kind of stuck on like, okay, if I start shooting like this, I can make more money. Exactly. You yeah. know, if I, if I shoot light and airy with blown out of skies, you know, I can, you know, make a lot, lot more money. Yeah. It's and a super popular style, but I mean, it's not for everybody. Yeah. You know? it and doesn't so match you, you know? I tried that and I tried shooting natural light for a while and then I started to get used to it and I was like, oh, I like this. And then I think one day. I was like, you know what? I'm going to shoot how I used to shoot. And I did. And it was like a light switch for me. I was like, oh, I got to go back. Like, I cannot try to make more money because honestly, when it comes down to it, people are going to pick you for you and not necessarily for your photos. Like, yeah, that's part of it. But for me, like, I share myself through my photos. So when you get a photo from me, you're getting a part of me in a sense. Like, I'm showing you like, hey, this is how... I see the world around me and if I'm showing you how or if I'm trying to show you the world from a different perspective that's not mine you're not getting the real me yeah it's like almost lying to the client yeah. it's like this is not me but like I hope you like it yeah <laughs> like, that, was, that was deep man I yeah like so it. yeah and so like at the end of the day I'm not happy with tissues? myself yeah. <laughs> well we're gonna have to get some Artemio <laughs> tissues yeah <laughs> So yeah, at the end of the day, I'm I'm just I'm not happy with myself. I'm like, man, like this is what I really I, that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to do, do this, and then once I started shooting the way I used to, um, like I just felt more fulfilled, and I just I, it felt more complete. And I was like, okay, I'm doing what I need to do, and and that's kind of the beauty of what we do is we're always striving to try something new, try a new technique, a new light, a new lens, a new camera. You know, it's always new stuff. But it's exciting, and we get, we get to just grow and experience things, and that's kind of like why we wanted to start our YouTube channel, is because we're always doing the craziest things. It seems like, yeah, we're, yeah, we and just, we're we like get an idea and we run with it. We're, we're just, just like, like hey, whatever, you know. We'll, we'll go to a gig and um, we'll work and we're like, dude, why didn't we film that? Like, why other people need to see what we're doing, and so um, we started to film it and then. Yeah, I don't know why I veered off into that. that. <laughs> Let me bring you back in. So yeah, I really want to jump in. So we're, we're talking about new photographers getting into the game, mm -hmm. learning. So you're talking about talking with other photographers, get into second shooting. Yeah. Um, and I want to touch with Hyde over here. Um, second shooting etiquette. It's there's a lot to it. There's some unwritten rules. I would say, mm -hmm. would you, if you would agree, there's some rules for second shooters that like. Maybe they don't know if they're just jumping in. Like, what's some advice you can give to someone that's just second shooting for the very first time? And maybe they don't know, like, proper etiquette for, make, let's say, like, weddings. Um, what's some advice you can give to them? I think I would just say it's, like, common respect, you know? I mean, if you're second shooting with somebody, um, communicate. Really. I mean, it's, it's easy to, I mean, even when we second shoot for each other, sometimes we've done it 180,000 times together, but... I'll 180,001. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, that's right. But I mean, I'll I'll jump in front of his camera sometimes on accident, you know, or vice versa, and we don't really notice it. And I know that can be really irritating for, you know what I mean, anybody. Yeah. You know, you got just like that one client that's got to be up on their cell phone in front of, you know, the cameraman, <laughs> you know, the entire day. But, but I mean, kind of touching back to the question, honestly, I think it was just communication and respect between, you know, the primary or the other, you know, say if you're doing photography than respecting the video the, the videographers and what they need you <laughs> yeah. know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um other than that i mean just have fun and get creative you know absolutely man any, any, any more to add to that for second shooting etiquette and just anything they would 
probably not know as a brand new photographer? So for a second shooter, I think, um, like when I go into second shooting, I treat it, you know, like it's my wedding, you know, like I'm shooting a wedding for a client of mine or, um, sometimes I'll work even harder because I know that, you know, they hired me to, you know, back them up and I want to have their back. And, um, a lot of it's just being available. Like I, I've seen some second shooters where, you know, they'll take off and like go somewhere for half an hour or, um, they'll just sit down and not really do anything. And, um, sometimes even just over delivering, like communicating, asking, you know, the photographer, you know, how many images do you expect from me today? You know, are there certain types of images you expect from me today? Is there a shot list that you have? And, um, I know for me, my thing is, you know, always being on time. And so I'll look at the schedule 10, 15 times throughout a wedding, at least just kind of double checking everything. So I know that I'm ready to help out. And, um, there's times where the photographer or videographer that I was second shooting for, um, maybe they're eating dinner and they didn't hear speeches start. So I'll run in and start speeches and they'll come in a little late and they're like, Hey, you know, thanks for, you know, covering for me. And so just being available to take care of situations where they might be busy or might not be able to handle it, you know, that really speaks a lot. Yeah, absolutely. That's really good advice. Yeah. So maybe just go an extra mile. Um, it's, yeah. Communication is probably the number one. So if you're not communicating with the main shooter, then you don't know what they're expecting from you. Yeah. Yeah. And good. especially if you're just starting out and you really want to shadow people or learn from people, um, being open to just pretty much anything, any criticism, anything, you know, maybe hit the photographer up afterwards or videographer and say, Hey, you know, how'd my footage look? You know, how'd my photos look? And, you know, a lot of times you'll be able to get the raw footage or the raw videos back and preview that and just kind of learn from that. Take that, maybe find a local Facebook group and post those images in there and say, hey, I was able to second shoot with this photographer. Um, you know, what do you guys think about my images? I know one thing um, photographers particularly are kind of picky about is um, when you do shoot a wedding and the second shooter goes and edits all their images and then I'll post them online the very next day. And <laughs> yeah, so, you know, but like, these are things that like new photographers, they're thinking they do they're all like, the time. Oh yeah, this is what, this is what, like, I don't, I didn't know this, you know, so this is good. This is good information. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people, they don't take that in consideration that, you know, you did work for them, but you didn't also, you know, that is their clients. And when you're going and posting the images right away, you know, what if somebody sees that and thinks that, Oh, Hey, you know, they shot their wedding. And then when the wedding gets delivered, and it's delivered by a professional, you know, it kind of, there's a misperception that can be placed. And so just kind of, you know, talking to the photographer about that, a lot of photographers, they'll say like six weeks or wait 30 days or, you know, I'll let you know when I deliver the gallery and then you can post the images online. So just little things like that. So this question is for Hyde. So I know you guys have seen, or you guys can both touch on it. Um, I know you guys have seen a lot during, <laughs> during weddings, right? Um, What's some crazy stories or some interesting uh, things you guys have uh, seen on your journey? 100%. 100%. Go ahead. You tell it. You tell it. Oh, we already got a story pre-picked. Okay, here we go. Oh, no. You're talking about the recent one, huh? Oh, is there You're talking about Arizona? Yeah. No, I'm talking about the holy water. (laughs) You tell it. No, no, go ahead. It's funnier when you tell it. I like your perspective on it. You'll have to remind me a little bit. Like, I just remember her floating across the ground. Okay, she was throwing holy water at somebody, and we were talking about how like 
Okay, so the bride. Yeah, let's back it up. Yeah, okay, yeah. what's okay, going so on? <laughs> okay. The bride's mom, I think they were like Catholic or something, right? And her, um, it was like her grandma. Yeah, it was her grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and who were we shooting with? It was uh, done, not done. Um, was it Draper? What's his first name? Aaron Draper. Yes, we were yes. shooting with Aaron Draper in Modesto. Anyways, so we were standing there and the grandma went over to the bride and she's got a little vial of holy water, you know, and she's doing her little thing with that. And um, something was brought up. I think I was kind of wearing a little bit of, uh, you know, makeup and, um, you know, got that vampy vibe going. And um, something got brought up. She about, kept like looking at you or something. Yeah, something got brought up about holy water and I was and like, me. she's going to like pour some holy water on you. Dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was pretty like, you, you could see it. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And I don't know. I don't remember what ended up happening, but comments were made between the three of us, mm -hmm. you, me, and Draper. And um, and then as soon as we had said something about her dumping holy water on me, we looked over and, dude, I'm not, like, he, he can back this. Like, he saw it. We both saw it. I swear to you, like, dude, this this old granny, like, granny was, like, floating, dude. Like, it looked like she was, like. And she didn't even look like she could walk. Yeah. No fucking shit. Yeah, dude, like, oh, man. seriously, like, no feet on the ground, just. You know, just like floating away. It was it was a trip, man. You know those little Pac Man ghosts? Yeah. yeah. That's what it looked like. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. That was it was wild, man. I mean, I think that's the craziest thing we'd seen. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure I'm missing some details in this story because I right. mean, yeah, when we think about it, we're just like, Oh my god, that was wild. But yeah. yeah, like I just remember looking back and being like, Holy shit, what the hell? <laughs> like she's just like <laughs> you know? it's been all that holy water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There must have been something in the holy water. That, that, I don't think that's gonna be hard to top, man. That the freaking holy water. It was a water. trip. Yeah. It was a trip. <laughs> that bride passed out though at the Arizona wedding. Yeah, she yeah. passed out right in the middle of her ceremony, like right before the first kiss. Yeah. Like they were just getting ready to kiss, and yeah. she just like hit the floor. He didn't dip her to kiss. What do you guys do in that situation, as far as like, like? Oh, I ran up to it with my camera and started capturing it. Okay, hundred okay. percent. Yeah. Wow, I, I love it. <laughs> oh shit. That's I, amazing. I, I just stood back, like yeah. Honestly, like, though, I might have taken. I just, I wouldn't even know. Like honestly, though, um, the photographer that was working the wedding, he actually just texted me and said the bride wanted the footage. So I was like super stoked. Oh really? She ran up and like captured it. Yeah. Wow. Because I was on a gimbal and we had two cameras going. I think. Three, two. Two. Yeah, we had two cameras. Oh, okay. And then the third one on the gimbal. Oh, so, so yeah, we did have three. Then. I took yeah. the gimbal and ran up and was like capturing all of it. And, yeah. Yeah, they really wanted that. So that's funny. Damn, that's amazing. <laughs> so everyone would normally think like, oh, I got to stop recording. Like, I got to back off. And yeah, I was like, I, I, did. I don't know. Yeah, you're just like, you know what? They might want this. Yeah, I was like, if that happened at my wedding, I would absolutely love that. Like, I'd want to see all of it. I'd want it in slow-mo and everything, too. Like 120, 120 frames. 120 frames. Cinematic 240, 240. Like an orchestra. Like <laughs> Star Wars. No. Black bars and just get cinematic with it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, all right, all right. Um, well, let's talk about a little bit about the gear, a little bit about the setup. So, like, what's what's a good uh, running gun type uh, wedding setup for you guys? So, I I shoot on the um, A7S, twenty four seventy f four, and I shoot on the crane, and um, that's kind of my go to setup for just running gun. Um, it's easy. Um, I can just walk around. I can just set it down when I want, not worry about it. Uh, I have a few other cameras, but usually they're just on tripods or whatever. Uh, I, I was using a monopod a lot. So when I if I'm using bigger lenses like the 135 or you know um sometimes the 85 you know the gimbal's not really ideal for that but I'm not running and gunning with those lenses either. Yeah. So um 
Yeah, and we pretty much used the same setup at weddings too, actually. Yeah. Um, one day he just went and got a gimbal, you know, and um, stayed on it. And I feel like it just works for the both of us. A lot of times I'll go and I'll edit the weddings that we work. And I kind of forget, like, whose shots are whose. Because they're becoming really, really similar right now. <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually the dream, right? We're yeah. Oh, yeah. Shooting together, right? Well, it makes it easy, you know, I mean, more so for him. Cause yeah. Because they're mostly your weddings that yeah. I'm second shooting. You know, so it means that things are very consistent. Yeah. You know, and that you can trust me. And I've had a lot of second shooters where I really wasn't even able to use any of their footage. And, you know, I'm throwing out, you know, a couple hundred bucks or so every wedding. You know, it's kind of, it just kind of sucks getting footage. <laughs> you can't work with. So, you know, once I noticed that, you know, he was able to shoot relatively, you know, similar to me. It was like, you know, I got to keep this dude around. Like, you can't find people like that all the time, especially matching your style and, you know, the way that you shoot and everything. Like I said, there's a lot of shots that. You know, I can't tell her mine or his or whatever because they're just too close alike. Edgy with this offside. Oh. See, we, we work. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are crazy. You guys are too much, man. Um, all right, man. Well, sounds good, dude. So, like, if you're a new photographer and you're, like, looking to not only build your portfolio and build your skills, but now you're looking for clients. Like, what, what's something that you can help other videographers, photographers? Like, how do you start drawing in clients? Like, what, what would be your main, like, source of clients just starting out, say? So, uh, for me personally, um, it was networking. Okay. Networking with other photographers, videographers, and just kind of reaching out to everybody I knew. And, you know, we have a local Facebook group that a lot of people post and they post CC and when somebody can't take on a job or a gig or anything, you know, we kind of just did this the other week. Oh my God, you <laughs> saved my butt on a job. Oh, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know, that's, that's one of the ways that it happens. You know, a lot of people they'll get booked or they'll get busy or they're just not available. And so they'll, you know, post and refer it out to people. And, you know, you throw yourself out there enough and take on an, enough jobs, you know, people start to realize that. And then, you know, the jobs you do work, they'll refer you out to their friends, their family, and um, keeping up with social media, too. I'm really horrible about that, um, but posting the social media, posting your work all the time, you know, and tagging your clients because they love seeing that stuff, too. And not only that, everybody that's friends with them or follows them or anything, they get to see that stuff, too. So just sharing your work and all that kind of stuff, yeah. Awesome, man. Anything to touch on that one? Pretty much the same, yeah. I mean, you're definitely more the uh, referrals mm -hmm. from other... Mine's just word of mouth. I mean, I have a, a decent, I say decent lately, social media following. So um, when I post stuff, you know, I've got, I've got a good handful of people who are consistently sharing what I post yeah. to kind of help me out. So a lot of my stuff is just basically more word of mouth, whereas his is more referrals from other professionals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, to answer your question, I think honestly for a new photographer, just shoot, go through the session, find your best of your best, get some CC on it, make it better and then post it, you know, and just get your stuff out there and just make sure that everything that you post, you really feel in your heart is the best of your work because that's ultimately what's going to reflect your business. Hmm. And if you go out there and you post 20 photos, I mean, people are going to lose interest. You know, if you're posting 20 photos of the same model, the same session, rather than posting one or two of the best and then go on to the next session, one or two of the best, you know, and then just keep people interested, you know, eventually it's going to turn into work. And I would say also get out there and shoot. 
a lot. Just go shoot. All the time. You know, and if you can, shoot once or twice a week. Yep. You know, especially if you're not really booking gigs. And it's hard because a lot of people who just start out, they do have full-time jobs. And, or, you know, part-time or whatever. And it's really hard to do both. But I know when I first started, I tried to get out there like once a week. And just shoot and try something new every time that I shot. And just kind of explore and push my boundaries and see what I was capable of. And um, a lot of times I'd push them a little too far and be like, okay, you need to step back. You know, you need to tune this up a little bit, work on that. Because if you don't know what you want to shoot, there's no way you can attract clients or the right type of clients anyways. Because you're not going to know who to attract and nobody's really going to know what your style is. So a lot of people are kind of confused, you know, those first six months, a year, sometimes two, three years when you're first starting out, just kind of finding your style. And um, so just get out there and shoot. And in my experience, people, I think, really like to see how busy you are. Yeah, you know look I mean? busy. It, yeah, I mean, be busy. Yeah. Don't look busy. Be exactly. busy. Be busy, yeah. <laughs> be busy. Like, damn, okay, I'm running. I look busy. Be busy. Okay, guys. Yeah, yeah. Be busy. You know, I mean, because when you're doing a lot, people are like, oh, you know. Yeah. This person's busy. Yeah. They're being busy. They're not looking busy. They're yeah. being busy. You know, you know, I've I mean, noticed that a little bit. There's a little bit of a trend. Like when, when you're, when things start slowing down and your social media is reflecting that, like everything, everything starts slowing down. Oh, it's sure. Yeah. But like, yeah, once you start getting a bunch of jobs, it just, it just starts snowballing and just like, I'm just so busy. I can't even, it's crazy. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, digging it. Um, I want to get a little bit more technical on it. Um, what's your delivery look like for as far as video and photo? So like, uh, I'll start with you. Um, when a client, when you do a, a video, like say a wedding film or a, a commercial content, um, how are you delivering that specifically? Are you doing it just like a digital download? Is there a service you're using for that? Um, so I guess for photos, um, to be honest, I try to get everything. I don't like sitting on work. I mean, for multiple reasons. He's quick. Yeah, I'm quick. I try honestly, depending on the time, what we were shooting, how big the project is. I try real hard to get that within the first day. Okay. Wow. That's, yeah, that's I don't, good. I don't like sitting on work. And is there, is it a common thing to, to like say that you're going to do it? Like maybe like you give yourself like a little leeway, like, Oh, you know, maybe a week oh, or two. I tell every client, I tell every client, give me four to six weeks just in case, you know, in case okay. something happens, but I don't think I've ever taken more than I don't know, maybe three or four days at the very top yeah. to get stuff to people. Okay. I just don't like sitting on work. What happens if my computer crashes? What happens if this? What happens if that? You know what I mean? What happens if, you know, and I just right. don't want to be like, Hey, thanks for your money. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to mm -hmm. be that guy. So, I mean, granted, we've got a couple projects right now that we don't have everything and we've been working on for months, a couple months, yeah, two, three you months, know, yeah. but we don't have everything from the, other, the client. Yeah. So we, I mean, what can you do? You know what I mean? You can't finish the project in a day if you don't have everything you need. So, um, you know, with, with that exception, you know, I try to get everything out. And uh, when you do deliver it, are you doing like, a, is it, what service are you using? Are you doing like just email, Dropbox? So or? for photos, I do uh, Pixie Set. Pixie Set. Okay. Yeah. So how do you like that? Like, what? I love it. Okay. Yeah, I love it. Um, I'm going to change stuff up with it a little bit, I think. Um, I kind of take advantage of myself. I let the clients take advantage of me a little bit with the way I use my service. Um, okay. And well, specifically, yeah, like get into I that. guess I guess what I mean by that really is there's money to be made that I don't utilize, um, and I'm and I kind of give stuff away for free, really, when 
most professionals are like, why are you doing that? You know, you're running a business. You need to make your money that you deserve, you know? Okay. Um, so there's a few things on there I, sh I should probably change for that reason. But, you know, I mean, it's easy when you're first starting off to be like, hey, you know, I want to give you as much as possible and make you as happy as possible, you know, and then yeah. you start getting busy yeah. and you start getting busy and busy and busy. And then it's like, okay, now I need to start running this like an actual business. And, you know, I can't be doing favors for everybody. And right. then the hard part about that is like switching from giving away everything for free because th that expectation is there already like if i could go back to when i first started and tell myself like hey like don't be this way like don't give it don't give yeah. it away for free don't do this don't do that because you, you do want to impress everybody and you do want people to be happy and you want them to tell other people like oh yeah like you know we did this family session and they gave me 200 photos you know and it's like Damn. yeah you can't you can't do that though <laughs> yeah, you, know yeah. I mean? yeah. you know and so um you know just bringing it down yeah. And, uh, you know, when you over deliver, a lot of times it just kind of gets redundant and it's just like it doesn't have value to it. Right. And so if you do a family session and you deliver, you know, 10 final images, you know, that has a lot more value to it, I think. Yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, that gives the opportunity to say, hey, look, you know, I mean, I've got 10 more. If you want them, they're great photos. You know, if you would like to buy them, you know, extra, you know, yeah. it's a little over what... I mean, because you got to be fair to yourself too. Like, do you want to go home for, you know, your hour session, whatever you charge, three, four, five, six hundred dollars? Do you want to go home and spend another five hours editing photos, or do you want to just knock out ten and be done with it and on to the next project? You know, I mean, and I don't yeah. think that's saying too much because most photographers have what a seven to ten image limit. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, what what's a, what's a package deal look like for you guys? Like an ideal like photo package. I personally try to give somewhere between ten to twenty just depending yeah. depending on Same the session way. you know but i mean i know I, I, from what i've looked at i think standards like i said about seven to ten from yeah. what i've personally okay. seen you know would so would you agree to that too yeah yeah and I, i'm the same way and the thing is i'm kind of bad about over delivering same you know even yeah. even still because i'll shoot let's say i go out and shoot you know a senior session i'll shoot 200 images I'll tell them I'm going to deliver 10 to 20 images and I might deliver 75 Yeah, just because it was such a fun session and right. you know, my lighting was exactly how I wanted. And I liked all those images and I don't want to just keep them, you know? And it, yeah. it kind of sucks because like you said, there's, there's, how'd you word it? There's money to be made. Yeah. And I mean, you got to take into consideration too. We got to eat, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean we got to make our money too. And, and, and it's, it's kind of a touchy subject for people because people are already like, you know, well, you know, I'm paying this much for you to bring your camera out. And it's like, <laughs> there's a lot more that goes into it than that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean a lot, there's money that's going out just for your session. There's money going out for me to deliver this to you. There's money going out for me to bring this stuff out to you. You know mm -hmm. I mean? And yeah, you're paying $300 or whatever the case may be. I think yeah. what do you charge five? Yeah. You know, and you know, but, it's a business, you know, and it, I think when people see, I know we're getting a little off tangent here, but when people see that you're a business owner, you know, it's easy for them to say, Hey, you know, I can't really afford that, you know, and can you just throw them to me? Well, it's like, you don't go to a fancy restaurant and be like, Hey, I can't mm -hmm. really afford the lobster. Right. Can you just throw it to me? Maybe a yeah. few extra shrimp. Don't tell <laughs> the cook, you know, I mean, yeah. nobody does that, no, you know, yeah. so, so why should you be doing that to anybody else? You know what I mean? We're a small business. We don't have money like the revenue like red lobster does you know what i mean right. they can lose a little bit of money you know but <laughs> we can't you know yeah. so to be able to utilize that you know there's money to be made kind of motto i mean and to be honest i had to change a lot myself lately to um was it you or one of my buddies somebody kept saying to me a closed mouth doesn't get fed you know if you don't ask 
you're not going to make your money. You know, if you don't try, you're not going to make your money. Yeah. If you stick to one thing, that's all you're going to make, you know, and it, it makes a lot of sense. And I don't want to sound like some greedy money hungry kind of guy, but at the same time, it's like, no, it totally makes sense. I see what you're saying. Things too, I kind are, of noticed it on your page as well. Um, it just feels kind of strange just asking for the sale. You know, right. just like, it just feels, it's just like you, you just expect people to go to your website and just like, yeah, you know what I offer. Everyone knows that what I offer. Right. But like, once you start asking for the sale, like you said, if closed mouth doesn't get fed, right. um, mm -hmm. you know, you might start getting more business, you know, it's just not, it shouldn't be weird to just start posting like, Hey, I, I this is what I do. No, yeah. I mean, and if you think about it, I mean, let's pick anything. Let's pick Best Buy. I mean, how often do you see ads for Best Buy? Hey, come in and receive 20% off. You know, we want your money. <laughs> it's yeah. the same thing. Why yeah. is it, why is it awkward or odd for an individual to say that when they're running a business, but not a corporation, it's the same thing. You know, mm -hmm. they want their money, you know, they got, you know, I mean, they're making a lot, but you know, we got to make something. Yeah. So you throw me an extra 50 bucks for a print or a couple prints or something. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's, let's do this. I, I promise I'm doing great work. You already booked me. You know that, you know, you're happy with the work. So buy some prints. Mm -hmm. So like new, obviously newer photographers are coming in at like a very mm -hmm. base, like price, like $20 um, for a family. Yeah. Session. Like whatever it is, <laughs> yeah, or just yeah. like whatever you want to give me, whatever. Uh -huh. So like, how was your process personally when you started, you know, charging a little bit more and like starting to move more into like the professional market? Like how fast that was that for you? And like, you know, what steps did you take to do that? So it was, it was kind of a complicated process when I first started. Okay. Um, so when I first started, actually, I wanted to, um, I wanted to do video. And so I bought a little Canon T1i with the kit lens and I was like, oh yeah, it's going to look so cool. I got a DSLR. I want to make cool videos. And, um, I had a little HP laptop or something like that. And, um, I shot a couple videos, popped the memory card in my laptop and it wouldn't even play the videos. It was such a crappy laptop. Oh shit. And I was <laughs> like, oh, well this video thing is not going to work. And I just dropped, I think it was like 250 bucks or 200 bucks on the camera and lens. And at the time that was a lot of money. I was, um, I was actually selling hermit crabs at the mall. I and that, that was my job. Yeah. yeah. And, That's uh, an interesting job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was interesting. I sold hermit crabs, um, custom t-shirts, uh, infinity lights. It's interesting, but slightly, slightly fitting though. Yeah. <laughs> that would be your first job. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I was doing that and I was like, man, I, I really, cause I was working maybe three to six hours a week. I, I don't know how I was surviving. Like wow, I, I really yeah. don't. And, um, growing up, I always wanted to get in the video and so I was like, well, I can't do this video thing. I was like, I wonder if I can like do photo shoots and get paid for it. I was like, I know people do that and I have a professional camera now, so let's do this. And you know, I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know anything about it. I just knew it was a camera. And so I think I did, um, like $20 a photo session. I was like, I can go out and shoot for an hour. And if I go to the mall, I have to work two hours to make that kind of money. So I get like double yeah, the amount of money. Yeah, it starts clicking. Yeah. 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 So, so like, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I can make money off of this. Like do half the work and get paid twice as much. And, um, I didn't realize how much work actually went into it. Yeah. I was going to say like, there's some crazy. Yeah. Work, but, yeah. And then I was like, I think my beginning package was 20 bucks and that included like two prints and then <laughs> two prints too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was I, <laughs> just strong. And I think so you're what making like, <laughs> four dollars by the time the end of the session's over i think i was like planning on going to like cvs or something like that because i didn't know like yeah, a lot yeah. of clients actually they we discuss that a lot with clients actually about printing and where to print and where not to print but i didn't know any better i wasn't educated and so um it was like 35 bucks for my second package and i was like dang if i make that that's like three and a half <laughs> hours it. i was like that's like a week's worth of work in one photo session, I was like, that's it. Xbox 360 games, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, 
that was like super i was super excited about it and then i just wasn't booking like anybody and i didn't realize 35 bucks is pretty steep man (laughs) for you to bring out your camera honestly though like (laughs) yeah no i think i I started booking like events events was kind of where the money was when i first started i was doing like you know first birthday parties and you know i was there for like three hours and make like 50 bucks and you know at the time you know that was a good amount of money for me you know i i didn't have anything i didn't have any money and so um what was the rest of your question? <laughs> so, so you're building, you're building, you're yeah, building. So you building, went for fifty dollars, yeah. and like, so how, how, how did, how, what were the steps of like, like you charging like a significant amount, or like uh, your value is what it is. So, yeah. Okay, um, so I joined that that group I was telling you about. Actually, it was a different group um, then. But um, are we allowed to say the names? Or are we just calling it the group? Uh, we can say the names. We can say the names. Okay, so, <laughs> the group one. Um, the first group I joined was called Learn to Love Photography. Okay, and so I think it's still still going I'm um, honestly I'm not really that active on Facebook and stuff anymore because I'm just I've, I've got noticed, a family <laughs> yeah I'm actually super hard to get a hold of it's, yeah it, it sucks I hate it it's true I'm calling um, him to get hold of you yeah, yeah. Every, yeah. hey everybody, everybody calls does. me oh, to get is hold that of the him. thing okay. yeah it, it <laughs> is a thing so he's my secretary no, but I seriously yeah. I, I I envy that a little bit just because like I, I want to draw away a little bit from social media so that's yeah like, that's awesome that you're already there but, yeah. and so and I can't um, get away from it yeah I'm somebody's got to get a hold of this guy you know we were actually just talking today um I have my notifications turned off on my phone, like all my notifications except wow. for text messages and phone calls. And um, I know like on iPhones. And he still doesn't answer them. Yeah, I still, <laughs> I still barely have I keep my phone on silent actually. Because um, I just don't want to be too distracted. Otherwise, I'd constantly be reaching out to clients and, you know, it's people. A big, yeah. it, it's, it. a, it's a lot of work. And, you know, I have, you know, a growing family, a new family. I have, you know, a two and a half year old son and a daughter that's like a year and a half. And so they're kind of at the stage to like, when they're home, like nothing else, there's no, I, I, don't, I don't work with my family, so my, there's, that's family time. And, um, but anyways, back to the original question. Yeah, I was like, oh, now I got back new to, questions for that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so Back to the original value. question, um, how'd I grow? So in the Learn to Love Photography group, um, they started doing photo walks, kind of like how me and him met. And um, I just started reaching out to people and kind of seeing what they charged and what, what the local industry standard was. And so I was like, okay, like I want to be at that point. What's it going to take to be at that point? And raising your rates, um, photographers, videographers really struggle with that. Like we really do. Sure. We're really conscious about that. And that's the last thing we want to do because we want to offer a quality product, you know, at a rate that people can afford. And we're also going to make money. But we also need to make money, and a lot the of struggle. people, a lot and of people the say they can't afford that. The community a little bit. That's what I'm like, kind of worried about too. Being like a semi-professional, getting into it, but you don't want to like hurt the value of what everyone else is offering. Yeah, right. And so a lot of times, kind of like what I was saying earlier, I think just shadowing somebody and just going out and shooting, 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 and kind of perfecting your craft, and you know, trying to really do the best you can, so you can offer a quality product and not undercut your competitors to the extreme and bring the the market down as well yeah you know because a lot of times like five hundred dollars for a family session you know a lot of people think it's ridiculous and you know there's people out there making ten thousand dollars a family yeah. session and yeah they're selling prints canvases and all that but they're still charging eight nine hundred dollars for the session alone yeah i mean easily i mean there's yeah. plenty of people doing it you know it's not unheard of at all and you know yeah. it's common yeah oh yeah and so, you know, I would love to charge eight, nine hundred dollars a session, sell prints, and make ten grand. Like that would that would be phenomenal. Absolutely. And I'm sure one day, you know, I will. 
and I'll look back and I'll be like, yeah, that one time, you know, I was talking about how I charged five hundred dollars a session. It'll that be was, just as ridiculous as yeah. the time you were selling twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or thirty five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, though, the journey kind of like so many people have so many things to say about it but it really when it comes down to it is your journey yep. it's your progress it's how you do it if you don't make money that's all on you you know and if the other person wants to complain because you're undercutting them they're obviously not doing something right and they just want to blame you because honestly there's so much money out there to be made and you know if you're going to look in the right places and throw yourself out there in the right ways you're going to make it one way or another for sure mm-hmm. totally uh get your two cents on it as well oh as far oh as yeah well, you know, for me, it was a little easier because, you know, I came into photography with a mentor, basically. I mean, you know, okay. I mean, he took me right in under his wing. So right off the bat, I'm learning pro tips. I'm learning how to shoot. I didn't really have, fortunately, I mean, don't this, I say this lightly, but I didn't have a a big period of time where my stuff was terrible. You know what I mean? Like, because I mean, from day one, he was out there like, okay, this is how you do this. This is how we do this. And then I kind of took that and kind of veered off and built my own style off of it. You know I mean? Mm. Our styles are similar, but they're not, not the same, the same. No. no, you know what I mean? So I think I started off somewhere around like $75, you know, and I was working part-time. I'm a licensed cosmetologist. So I was working part-time in a hair salon, you know, making, I don't even know, like $80 a weekend or something. Cause I was just four hours a day, two days a week. So, you know, I mean, I was not doing very well either, but to answer your question, I think really what helped me kind of say, okay, I need to start charging more was, the more work I got, the more gear I need, you know, the more professional Mm -hmm. it gets, the more money you're spending. So when you turn around and you're like, okay, well I have a $300 camera and a $50 lens. Okay. Well now I want a $3,000 camera and a $2,500 lens. Well, okay. But now I'm also spending X amount of dollars on this service that I need for my client. And I'm spending this amount of money for this bill. And you know what I mean? Like whatever you start adding up your bills and expenses. Well, now you got to start making money, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure I jumped around from like 75 to like 125 and then 200 and then, you know, something like that. But I mean, even now, and kind of like he said, you know, it's something we're really conscious about, but I have clients tell me all the time, like you should be charging a lot more than you're charging. Just yeah, don't right. charge, just don't charge me that, you know? And it's just like, come on, get yeah. out of here. You know? But I mean, I have people tell me all the time, clients. Oh yeah. I last, uh, photographer I worked with was charging, you know, $600 for a family photo session. You only charge three, you should be charging more. And it's like weird to hear a client say that, but it's like at the same time, it's like, okay, yeah, but I'm already, yeah, it is, you know, but at the same time, it's like, I'm already kind of struggling to find people who want to spend $300. Right. You know, do I think I could bank more? Sure. Totally. I mean, I do think there's people out there that are willing to pay it because obviously there's people saying that stuff to me, but at the same time, it's like, if you book a $300 session twice a week, you're making $600. If you're at $500 and only one person wants to do it, are you losing money? You know? So it's, yeah. it's kind of one of those scales, you know, you got to kind of pick your battles, you know, you don't want to have more work. I mean, who, who wants to work more? Nobody, you know what I mean? Everybody wants to work right. less and make more. That's the ideal dream. Right. Mm-hmm. I heard two pieces. It reminds me of two pieces of advice I got from a couple of photographers. Um, one was if your client's first response to your package is, wow, that's an amazing deal you're not charging enough. Right. Would you agree with that? Yeah, sure. And then on the second, on the flip side is if you're a photographer and you just have a casual conversation and they're always just, I just can't, I'm just too busy. I'm just too busy. I'm just, I'm just too busy. Then you're not charging enough either. Cause there's, there's no reason for you to be that busy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I can, and it, it's yeah. hard though. Like, especially when you do have a family and how do you find the work life and professional balance 
you know, like as far as family and work and how do you keep that balance together and find a good, you know, sync with everything? So, yeah, it's kind of hard. Um, kind of like he was saying earlier, um, I would I would go out and I'd shoot a family session or whatever. I'd go home and I'd have it edited that night and delivered to my client because I didn't like to send out anything and I just wanted to get it done and not worry about it. And um, I do you that. You still do sometimes, though. Me? Yeah. No, not anymore. Well, when we do music videos, you have it done. Oh, right? yeah. Well, <laughs> I know. I, I swear, when I see you like uh, go out and shoot a music video, like I'll see on like the CLC like Facebook page, like, yeah, I just saw a music video tonight. Here's a quick little edit I got. Yeah. It's like almost a polished music video. It's like, yeah, like a full cinematic. Like, yeah, like, like Michael yeah. Bay just directed the thing. You just got home like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the heck? It's almost done. Yeah. 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 Um, because I don't know, that's something I get really, really excited about. You can see, usually, I can tell, you can see it. Yeah. Usually by the time I get home from a music video, everybody's asleep. And when everybody's asleep, that's the easiest time to work. Yeah. You know, it's quiet, it's dark. You know, I can go grab a drink or whatever, grab a couple of drinks, sit down at the computer and just go to town and just how have many, fun. How many is a couple? 12, 13, <laughs> 20, whatever, however long a video takes. Yeah. Um, but I get really excited about it because it's not something I get to do too often. Um, it's starting to pick up a little more with music videos, but um, I just get super excited about it because it's just something different. You know, That's kind of why I wanted to get in the video in the first place. Um, back in the day, they used to, um, I think it was on MTV, they'd play like behind the scenes videos of bands and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I grew up. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. That looks like so much fun. What was the music video uh, music choice or what? There was an on demand thing where you just pick. I remember that. Like, oh, was, I remember that. It's yeah, like yeah, music yeah. choice or whatever. Where you could just like go and actually like on demand, like pick your videos that you want to watch. And man, I, yeah. is that even around? Like, is there any? Uh, probably, yeah, uh, it's called YouTube. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> YouTube, <now>. yeah. <laughs> um, but the balance. Um, yeah, before I had kids and, you know, before I was married, you know, I just had to work all the time and, you know, it was no big deal. And then I got married and started having kids and it was kind of like, okay, I need to balance, you know, make sure I'm there for my kids because they grow up so fast. I mean, they the little ones are just, they, they need the attention too. So um, my wife works at a daycare and she brings both the kids with her. And so I have the whole ah. house to myself in the mornings um, from like 10 to 4 or whenever. And so that's usually when I do all my work. And any time after that, I typically don't work just so I can, I can be there with the family. And um, I'm gone most weekends anyway, so that's really hard because sometimes she'll go with her parents and take the kids and they'll go to the beach and, you know, go to Yosemite and this and that. I'm like, man, oh, you, know, you get I the should, photo update. You're like, oh, no, have fun, guys. Yeah, like, I was <laughs> like, I should be there right now. Instead, you know, I'm capturing somebody's wedding, you know, which I love. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's, it's hard being away from the family and, you know, a lot of clients don't get that either. You know, when we do go out on weekends, you know, we are taking time away from our family, you know, to, you know, capture their wedding. Have you experienced any post guilt with that? Cause I've, I've seen that going around on the group a little bit too. Like you just capture someone's wedding, but like you feel a little guilty about like, just like posting you doing, living your life pretty much and not working on their session. Oh yeah. 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 So, um. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a hard balance. You know, it, it takes adjusting, you know, um, when I first started, you know, like I said, you know, I'd, I'd get it done right away because I, I love to get things done. I love to be early and I love to do my best. Um, but it's a balance. Yeah. I think I've repeated myself like three <laughs> times already. Is it a balance, Mike? Yeah, it's a balance. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, I felt like there was something else I was going to say. I'm sure I'll let you guys know in a minute. Okay. We'll, okay. Co we'll, we'll come back to you. Yeah, we'll come yeah, back yeah. to you. So burnout is a real thing oh, and I've yeah. actually experienced 
it as a second shooter yeah. uh, working for someone that is just completely it's like sad to see but like it's just completely burnt out like they're just they're done yeah and um how would you have you guys experienced anything close to burnout oh this is for you um and if so or if you got close to it what, what do you use as far as you know bringing yourself out of that mindset i need money <laughs> I want more gear. That's real though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, not really. I mean, I have, I mean, I do get pretty burnt out on, on weddings. I mean, and I haven't been doing it nearly as long as this guy, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, yeah, it's a long day, you know, I mean, you're out there depending on where we're traveling to sometimes from 7am to three in the morning, Yeah. you know, or traveling there. I mean, that was fun traveling there, yeah. but I mean, just weddings in general are just such a long day and it's just so much to capture and so much to think about and, I get kind of burnt out on doing those, especially when we're doing two or three in a weekend, you know, or do you feel your music side it kind of gives you a nice like little break from all of the, the video and photo? Cause I know you're in a, you're in a band, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't mind doing video and like, I love it. I love everything I do. So realistically, whether I'm doing music in my buddy's garage or on a stage, you know, somewhere, or if I'm out shooting photo or video, I mean, all of it is just artistic. It's fun. It's creative. It's freedom for me. That's amazing. You know, okay. so I don't, I don't really find myself getting burnt out on anything unless we're like halfway through a wedding. And that's when I start getting like, ugh. but then, you know, tomorrow might come and I, I'll be like, Oh, I can't wait to do that again. You know? And it's yeah. just like, uh, mm-hmm. here we are another wedding, you know? So it's that, I don't know that I can say I'm really burnt out. You experience a little burnout, Mike. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, what is right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think what it is is kind of like, because you got to stay creative. You got to stay in you your toes. You have to stay creative, yeah. And want to deliver to your client. I, a lot of people start to get burned out when they're maybe there's like one or two clients that aren't as happy as you would like them to be with your stuff, and you're just kind of like, why am I doing this? Like, do I suck that bad? And you start doubting yourself, and you're you're like, you know, maybe I'm not made to do this. You know oh, okay. I mean? So we got, we, okay. You've experienced some, some doubt. Yeah. So I, I think everybody does at one yeah, point in time, absolutely. you know, I struggle with it extremely hard all the time, even still, like, I feel like everything I work on, you know, there's a degree of doubt because I do want to give my best and I do want the clients to, you know, receive the best. And, um, a lot of times when, you know, I know this last year, dude, we worked how many weddings? Two, many too many weddings (laughs) no we worked a lot i mean i felt like every weekend you know we had five or six weddings a month it felt like you know yeah probably i mean we worked a lot of weddings last month or last year yeah and so a lot of people they're like oh yeah you know it's one day a week you only work one day a week and it's like no you don't understand you know i i I shoot one day a week but i'm working the rest of the time that's just like my prep pretty much it's like capturing the stuff i need to work and then, you know, it's it's a lot of time behind a computer. It's a lot of time home alone. You know, a lot of people, that they have a work environment, you know, so they have people to talk to and people to, you know, joke around with and all that kind of stuff. So um, being yeah, home. You have me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's fun, you know. And, <laughs> and that's, you know, just I think a lot of things, like how I get away from being burnt out is just going out and doing fun projects. You know, so if I have a really cool concept I've had in mind, and I haven't, you know, maybe I've been sitting on it for a few years. It's like, okay, let's push this concept and let's make this happen. And let's do something for myself. Really, yeah. when it comes down to it, I'm doing so much for so many other people that it really does drain you. And so taking time to do something creative for yourself is really good. I feel, and, then, and that's what I was kind of talking about earlier, you know, try to get out and shoot. 
shoot one day a week if you can. And a lot of times when you get so busy, that's the last thing you want to do is go out and shoot because you're like, man, I just don't want to, I don't want to see the camera right now. But I feel like if you really make a plan and, you know, I feel like a lot of people get burned out because they don't really have a plan and they've kind of just gotten to a spot to where they're kind of like, okay, I've kind of made it and I'm kind of making money right now. Am I going to make more? And it's just like overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next part of the show, we just kind of, <laughs> we just kind of look at each other. <laughs> no, we got some questions on the, on the CLC group uh, chat. I wanted to ask you guys, I reached out and uh, they responded with some cool stuff. So let's jump onto those. That's going to be fun. So this is from, I'm sorry. How do you, how do you say his name? Pepe. Oh, Pepe. This is from Pepe. What's your favorite part of working a Hispanic wedding? Question mark, winky face, LOL. Who, me? Um, to both yeah, you guys. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, the food. The food. <laughs> the food, okay. The food. What's the bombest wedding food you've ever had? Go. The Little Caesars? I don't know. I don't, he said, what's the most, what'd you say? The bombest? The bombest. The best we, we, food. Oh, from a wedding? wedding? Yeah. Uh, the rolls. The rolls are always good. Yeah. 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 You'd be surprised like how out of all the weddings we go to, I'd say 98% of the food is not that good. It's really not. It's not like they'll bring out a steak and it's just like cold and overcooked and <laughs> like chicken and it's always like one raw pork. like five minutes away from being leather. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I think the best wedding food we had, where we'd walk over to get that pizza that one time. It was pizza guys. Pizza we were guys. in Turlock. Yeah. yeah. Cause we were like, Hmm. Hard pass on that yeah, food. Yeah. So <laughs> we uh, we left during dinner and went and got some pizza and then walked back. And it was great pizza. Yeah, we just so it might it might actually be the best wedding food yeah, we've had. Probably. Damn. I, I mean, I, because I legit. I mean, there's been some pretty bad food. Yeah, you're right. That that raw pork that yeah. we had. Yeah, we, it, it was pretty gnarly, man. Yeah, like I've actually experienced that too. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was. Uh, no, no, it was it was chicken, and like. But I thought it was pork because of like the color. Oh, yeah. I then, mean, his was literally oinking still. So. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So this question is from Lori. Um, I just went and scoped out Joe's page. His lighting is on point. Love to hear a bit more about what he uses equipment-wise and his setup placement. Also, he seems to be a, a thousand percent artist, music, cosmetologist, video, and photography. Love to hear how each skill set met metabolized. So let's jump in the first question. His lighting is on point. I'd love to hear a bit more about your lighting equipment and how your how your placement is typically. So my lighting equipment, yeah. I've got um, I've got a Flashpoint Explore six hundred, so okay. it's the six hundred watt, um, and I think I have a forty seven inch Octabox on there. Okay. Or something 50, like 50 something. Anyways, it's it's a pretty good size. Um, so that's it as far as lighting equipment goes. I mean, I yeah. just use those and, um, you have a typical placement you got, you like to, you kind of mess around. You just, just experimental. Well, for the most part, I kind of try to, you know, generally go about 45 degrees off, you know, the subject, the front of the subject. Um, sometimes I'll get a little bit funky with it. Just kind of depending on how I want the light to wrap around, how soft or hard I want it to be. Um, you know, I started looking into a little bit more of like lighting techniques and trying to play with that kind of stuff a little. Um, but generally it's about 45 and I mean, that was something you taught me yeah. way back in the day, 45 off the subject and 45 up going down, you know, just kind of a general 
It, it's rule. easy. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, it gives you a nice, you know, mm-hmm. displacement of light. So, um, yeah. What was next? And then the artist cosmetologist side of everything. How did that metabolize? So, how did you jump into that uh, field? Was that before photography? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. No, I've been playing music since I think I got my first guitar the summer going into freshman year in high school. So, I mean, I've been playing and I'm like 200 years old now. So, <laughs> so well, if yeah, anyone's watching, he's a vampire. Yeah. If you, if you yeah. guys didn't know. So if you couldn't tell, um, yeah, I was born in 18. I don't even remember. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, photography and then cosmetology. I think I started cosmetology school in 2015 and got licensed in 16. So I've been doing that for about three years now. I don't do it too much anymore. Um, it's, I just kind of fell out of love with it. I was in love with it at first, but definitely not so much anymore. But I mean, I do think it kind of brings an aspect of, you know, certain creativity and certain things that I look for in my photos, you know, like, you know, does your hair look cool? Does it look yeah. good? You I'm know? sure it helps to have like mm-hmm. a, a, you know, a good set of eyes for that. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, and it's, it's awesome when, you know, you got a model that's like, Oh my God, my hair. And I'm like, I got you. <laughs> Let me get my hairspray. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I got this stuff down. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just try to bring all that and incorporate it, you know, I mean, look, th- look at things a little differently and does that answer, does that answer the question? Yeah, but you're good. <laughs> okay, cool. Question is answered. <laughs> so when you're needing inspiration, where do you look towards, or did you go towards a some certain aspect or anything for inspiration? For, for you, inspiration, I, f- I feel like your inspiration comes a lot of like off of music videos and stuff. Yeah, I think music kind of In just general. inspires me. Like I'm not yeah. a musician, but I yeah. do love music. Um, You're a little bit of a drummer though. You got, you got a drum kit. You're learning. That I'm counts. trying. That counts. You know, it's been in the garage for a few months. I actually no. just pulled it out this week, so yeah, I'll try. I've heard you but, play. Um, uh, what was I saying? By drum set, he means pots and pans in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Needing um, inspiration, where would you go? Um, you know, to be honest with you, it just, I, I don't really have a set place that I go for it. I mean, I really don't. Um, you know, a lot of times I'll see, I guess this is one good way to answer it. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, it's more of kind of just the moment, like who you're For with. For sure, yeah. You know, what the environment's like. A right. lot of times we shoot outside, so it's like, what's, what's the weather out today? Totally, yeah. You know, is it a cold day? You're going to get a cold vibe, a cold yeah. wardrobe. You know, our editing is probably going to reflect that as well. So I feel like a lot of inspiration just comes, it's just, even just what's going happens. on in your life, too. Yeah. But I will say, to be honest, um, and it's something that I've kind of wanted to try, and I know we we're starting to kind of get into it. Um, I'm not going to drop any names, but there's a few photographers that I've seen do stuff and I'm like, Ooh, that's cool. I know I can do better. Mm. And by better, I don't mean like a better job in quality. I just mean like better your way in my way. But as far as like creativity, you know what I mean? Or lighting or, or whatever. Mm. So, and I'm not talking about like local photographers. I'm talking about, you know, professionals, you know, so I'll see something. I'll be like, "Ooh, I know my locals aren't professionals." No, no, I'm saying that's not who I'm referring to. <laughs> is I'm, yeah, uh, I'll see um, somebody on YouTube do something, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's badass!" But so lame how they did it. You know what I mean? And it's great for them. I mean, they're making money doing it, so kudos. But it's just like I see stuff, and I'm like, "Man, we could kill that." You know? Mm-hmm. You know? So we've got a couple that we've been. Um, kind of in the works. And I mean, I've seen a lot of them and that, that I haven't been able to replicate, you know, as a matter of fact, the whole Pismo thing we've been talking about, I didn't know there were sand dunes around here. 
You know, I thought okay. you had to. I thought no, you had yeah. to go down south for that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, I've only lived here my entire life, but cool. Maybe get some good footage. Yeah. That, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, but it's one of those things where I saw a photographer do something out in the desert in the sand, and I was like, oh man, that'd be like so rad to do something like that. And he was like, hey, you want to go out to Pismo? There's sand dunes out there. And I was like, what? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's amazing. And I was like, I really wanted to try something with that. So I guess I can say that I do get some inspiration sometimes from other photographers that I see doing something that I don't like that they did. You know, and it inspires me to want to do something in a way like that that I do like, you know. Yeah. Um, Anybody you guys following on Instagram that uh, you guys want to give it like a shout out or something that you just constantly dig in their stuff? Oh, no. uh, resistant <laughs> resistance media. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys are going to shout uh, each other out. I, I, <laughs> um, no, I feel like a lot of our inspiration just comes off each other kind of because okay. we yeah. work so many gigs together. We're always throwing ideas like, hey, dude, like. We should totally try to do this this time. That's very true too. Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of sounds stupid, but screw it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Whatever. And we usually end up like with pretty rad stuff. When we do that. So, yeah. I mean, I don't follow, I can't say I really follow any photographers on Instagram. I do follow Jason Lanier on YouTube. Okay. And I say follow. I mean, again, I take that, say that lightly because like I'll get on there and see that something was posted like every, I don't know, year. Yeah, but I used to watch his stuff for lighting. I, I mean, I'm not crazy on his editing style. A lot of it's very, like, it's, like, clarity is, like, 200%. You know what I mean? But, oh, my God. I yeah. yeah. But, I mean, hey, it works for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's his style, so great. Um, but his lighting techniques usually are pretty pretty cool, you know? And, yeah. he, and he bounces around between, like, constant lights and strobes and natural light and reflectors and diffusing. And so there's a lot of good material there. He's a very knowledgeable guy, you know? Mm-hmm. But... Um, that's the only person I can say I follow other than Aww. this guy. I like everything he puts on Instagram. Aww. Even Aww. if he, even if he takes it down five minutes later. I do that. No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, well guys, I want to thank you guys for being on my podcast. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Thanks where, for having us. Where can we find you on the internet? So where, where, so where can you, we find Mike? You can find me at www.resistancemediaca.com. <laughs> or you can find me on Instagram, Resistance at Media CA. Or you can find me on Facebook, Resistance Media CA. <laughs> or you can find me on Google, Resistance Media CA. <laughs> got double check. Or yeah, you can. I got my I got oh, my business card out so I can remember what my stuff is because I got too many. <laughs> yeah, so that's where you can find me. At, yeah. Oh, and on YouTube, at <laughs> Resistance <laughs> Media CA. <laughs> It's actually not. <laughs> Joke's on you. Oh. <laughs> Pay attention. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Just look up resistance media. You'll find me. All right, man. Don't put the CA in. No, there. That's Don't where you're going to That's yeah. where you're going to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> where can we find you, Hyde? So, uh, com. Yeah, so they got my website, hidephotoca.com. Um... And then Instagram, Hide Photography Official, or Hide Photography underscore official. And then, yeah, my Facebook page. There's like 7,000 Hide Photographies all of a sudden. I don't know where that came from, but yeah. like They're just following you, man. No, I don't think so. But it's just like when I I started all that, I didn't see any. I don't think there's anything local. I think there's one in like Seattle, maybe one in San Jose or something like that. And somebody just hit me up the other day. They're like, hey, I want to book you. And I'm like, you know I'm in California, right? And they're like, oh, no, we're in Michigan. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's another one out here. And I was like, okay. Anyways, 
Um, yeah, if you look up hide photography on Facebook, I just updated my entire Facebook page to make it more modern, if you will. So you can find me there too. All right, guys. Well, thanks for being on the podcast, man. We'll catch you guys on the next one, man. Thanks. Awesome. Right on. Thank, Thank you. you.